Philip hates this music, by the way. <laughs> yeah! Shimmer! Welcome, you big daddies, to Wise and Nerdy. Yeah, daddy. Hashtag, oh yeah, daddy. <laughs> I am the Rock Out Podcasting, Charles McFall. It's been uh, not as long for us as it was for you guys that were out, but there is Embrace the Underscore Ard. Yes. Yeah, they, yes, I am here. something, man. Uh, we actually recorded. Whoa, daddy. <laughs> yeah. No, daddy. Uh, we actually did record. No, daddy, No. Uh, last week, but I don't believe I published the episode on Patreon yet, so I will get that. It was just really behind the scenes of us going through and, and picking out our new logo and artist and and that kind of thing here. Uh, but we are back in the saddle, riding, riding uh, nerdy, riding nerdy, maybe I don't know. And uh, <laughs> here we go. Here's your question of the week, Joe. I went and took the liberty of picking it out. Who is your celebrity crush? Ooh, that is I'm a very great, is it is it a is great it question lois from family guy just curious <laughs> <laughs> no 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 <laughs> oh man uh, De- definitely uh, not i don't know i'm gonna oh. ask you one more time what whoa that's the wrong button i don't know what's going on there uh, but uh, <laughs> Joe is your celebrity crush, Lois from Family Guy. Yep, yep. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I to know. Oh man, yeah. I, I don't know if it's a particular person, but okay. I okay. I am a big fan of of actresses with really piercing blue eyes. Like I, okay. I, I, I like it. So like um. I'm not laughing like, at you. I was just, I was, I was a little afraid of what you might from, say next. Is all for, uh, just from an uh, aesthetic standpoint. Sure. Regardless, you know, I'm not judging Doesn't on Kelsey char- have dirty brown characters. eyes. No, she's got blue I'm just eyes. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get you in trouble. <laughs> um, but no, like piercing blue eyes, and I know that a lot of it is is contacts and things like that. But like um, Megan Fox, for instance, she has very beautiful eyes, in my opinion. Okay, piercing blue eyes. Sure. Um, uh, the rookie has uh oh, what's the the love interests actor's name? Um, I don't know. I I'm I'm just gonna look it up right now. Uh, Jenna Dewin. She's got really piercing blue eyes. I I I like it. I like blue eyes. Um, that okay. Yeah. So that I mean, there's there's been a lot. It, like as a teenager. It was Britney Spears, like, I, sure, yeah, sure, like, yeah, yeah. Britney Spears, period. Um, but uh, but yeah, these days, um, I, I, I like seeing personality, but when you talk about actors or actresses, what you see on screen is, you know, they're acting, and it's not reflective of who they are. Like someone like Betty White, she. Sure. She portrayed herself as amazing. And and personally, I think in her personal life, she was amazing. But, um, you know, do you ever really know someone who's thrust into the spotlight like that? You know what I mean? 
Um, True. And so to me, you know, there's the, the saying beauty's only skin deep. I, I have very much taken that as a, as a, a taking that to heart. And so there's a lot of actors and actresses that, um, that while they may be attractive, I am more attracted to them based on, on their, their moral stances. Like for instance, um, Chris Pratt. Okay. I, I think he, the way, as much as I know about his personal life, I think he's awesome. Um, he, he is Christian, but he doesn't throw that in people's faces. Like he mentions it sometimes, but not like, uh, a condescending thing. He's like, it's me, a Mario. Have you heard of a Lord and the Savior? <laughs> um, that's the worst. That's the worst Italian game accent I could ever do. Or, or I like to see like success stories, like uh, Mark Wahlberg. Okay, he had he has he had a checkered uh, teenage years, yes, very much so. Did. But to, nowadays, I think he's very stand-up person. Jeremy Renner, I, I think he's his personal life is 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 really good. And you know, I could be I could be wrong. This is just my perception. I love how you've really gone off the rails from just celebrity crush, but yeah, you know, it's true. Right. I did, I did, you, you, you did. <laughs> but but there's something to say, like like you weren't like oh here's your i mean some couples have that that your your oh, five or whatever pass. the whole yeah the, yeah no my my wife and i definitely do not have anything like that you know you didn't ask about anything like that you you I asked didn't. about about crush just crush just somebody like yeah that, that's a cool uh, yep. a little beyond that's a cool person there uh <laughs> i i've got it you ready uh-huh I, i've got a man crush on zachary levi there you go Okay. All right. All right. I, I saw him at Dragon Con uh, 2019, I think it was. So, yeah. Ever ever since I watched uh, Chuck, that I, was a good one. He he's got a very winning smile. That he really was, does. That was a good one. Um, who do you think my celebrity crush should be? Ooh, ooh. I almost guarantee you won't get it. Really? Hmm. We're going to go with Nezuko. Because <laughs> she won't talk. <laughs> she just get in the box. All right. We're cool now. <laughs> you want Nezuko as your waifu? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, oddly enough, it really is just. It's Hulk. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. But no. Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Bark Ruffalo, that would be the Airbud version. So no, all right, shut up, Joe. You had your time. Um, <laughs> stupid. Uh, it's all attitude. Natalie every, Portman. Every shut up. It. Every movie she's ever done is just the character, the the attitude, the the personality that comes through. Uh, I've always loved Uma it. Thurman. Sandra Bullock. God Almighty, you won't stop. <laughs> you know, I when you first mentioned it, I actually did think of Sandra Bullock. Really? For a, a moment. Yep. Well, then you went in right, but you went down <laughs> this buffoonery road. No, no, no. I, I thought of her briefly for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I still say, well, you probably would have been right. Uh, but still, you went down this uh, road of buffoonery you've got going on here. I, I sure did. I, I took it to a deeper level. 
<laughs> to a highly regrettable level, I think is what we're, we're all saying. Joe, get the dice out. Don't, Let's don't, get to some more Oh Daddy news here. Don't be moaned my man crush. Hey, no, look, <laughs> let me tell you. I, I'm i one of the manliest men. I guess people know I've been told. I obviously love my wife. That's all cool. I got a little bit of a crush on Pedro Pascal. That dude is just <laughs> awesome. He is just the coolest. Uh, just a big man child, uh, just because he loves what he loves, right? And it's just ah, so good. You have fallen into the thirst trap. I have. That's that's where I got. That's honestly, I think where I got the that that goof up I did in the intro of uh oh uh, uh, oh daddy because he says uh, uh he was asked um what's your opinion on being uh the the internet's daddy he goes uh daddy is a mindset or slut daddy slut daddy i think is what they called him and he goes oh, slut daddy is a mindset i'm your slut daddy <laughs> it's just but the way he said it was like oh cookie monster you're so funny so um anyway that right, was, roll that the was dice Roll the dice. Uh, got a one. Got a one. Got a one. All right, man. We just came off of doing Pokemon Go podcast, and we both talked about games in there just a little bit. Uh, mine was the Dead Space, and then we brought up Breath of the Wild, and you were like, oh, and we talked about Tears of the Kingdom uh, briefly. I mean, really, really briefly. So, Joe, you wanted to talk Breath of the Wild, so I threw it in here. I wanted to talk Dead Space, and then I got another Demon Slayer update to give you. Oh, yeah. The new season started. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. <laughs> but uh, uh, so I'll talk Dead Space real quick. Uh, I was saying I've never I've I've never even heard of Dead Space to be completely honest until tonight. Okay, I would get that. One, you're not a huge PC gamer, which is uh, that next box is where this game really was. Uh, Matt, that man might have been the only places it was. I don't remember if it was PlayStation or not. Uh, but it's a horror survival game and that is not my thing okay and it typically i'm not into it but it it starts off as this sci-fi thing that you can tell is going horror survival but it was just something about it that caught me in the previews somehow i was a big pc gamer so i guess i was reading my magazines or whatever and like man he's an engineer he's not a superhero he's not a marine space marine or anything like that he's an engineer you go to figure, go to find out why this space station was sending out a distress signal and now nobody can get anybody a hold of it and very quickly these these nasty horror filled themed monsters start things going start going crazy bloods on the walls all this stuff sounds a bit like among us well, okay, without the kid <laughs> layer of animation on top. It, it was more adult uh, level animation there. And I was thinking about it. It was like, just something grabbed me. And I was, I was back in my Pirate Bay days where I was like bit torrenting animes. Not animes, but animation and, and uh, movies and other stuff that I, I just couldn't find. Uh, uh, so I downloaded. I said, oh, this is Dead Space something or other. I forget. It, it says it's a movie. I'll download it, see what it's all about. And... It was in an anime style now, as I can, as I've watched other anime. So I can say, okay, see, it was kind of drawn in an anime, almost cel shaded style. Um, straight horror film, straight freaking horror film, but it's kind of this precursor into what was going on at the station that we're about to discover in the game. And I enjoyed every minute of it. But I, I mean, it's like gory that, that kind of Japanese animation where it's, it's ripping limbs off and blood gushing everywhere kind of thing. Uh, it was like that, which is not my thing. And yeah, I really liked it. I don't like feeling helpless with horror survival. That all it does is make you feel helpless. All that being said, played the game, 
loved every second. I mean, just the the sound design they did to keep you on the edge of your seat. Just every once in a while, a shadow would run by and you turn around, and there's nothing there. They did that constantly. And it was just, <laughs> even when you know where the, you know, you fly through a level, you know where the monster's going to pop out, it still can get you. It can still scare you. And some reason, I just loved it. And when I talk about being a fan, when I saw that helmet on TikTok, I was like, give me that. I, I want that for my, my shelves, you know, as I go up to the new studio. I've already got the the um, cutter. There's a three-blade cutter that you get to start the game, which is literally what it sounds like. It's like an art cutter to cut some metal and do construction, not a gun. So you have to dismember the the monsters as they come at you. It's It's... Yeah, man, it's scary as crap. And I love <laughs> it. It's, it's deeply religious. Like it gets into this demonic stone that's kind of taken over the minds of people. And it's it's psychopathic in nature sometimes. Like you just don't know what's real. It's it, But it's so good. I don't know that. I, I don't know you'd like it or not like it, but I can see why it didn't hit your radar. See, it makes me think of um, Resident Evil a bit, just the way you're describing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a... Uh, not quite a teen, teenager as a preteen. Um, we had, we had resident evil. My brother had it because sure, he had yeah, a PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I remember kind of invented the survival horror. Ah, boy, this goo maybe did that, but, okay. but, um, I, I remember playing resident evil and getting to certain parts and be like, Nope. And hitting pause, save, and uh, walking away until my brother was there. And I said, can you do this part for me? And I'd sit there and watch. But it, the, interesting. Interesting. the at least for me, the intensity and the, the jump scares were more, they impacted me more. Like they were more real if I was actually in control. Gotcha. I could watch it just fine. But if I was the one actually in the driver's seat, it, Weird. it impacted me Different. more. Yeah. And so, um, huh. yeah. So I, I'd have him do certain parts. Uh, now I finished it by myself, like the ending part, but there were just certain, certain aspects of it, certain, uh, certain, um, monsters. Cause it's not all undead. Like some of it in resident evil, a lot of it was, was manipulated, bio manipulated monsters. There were certain monsters. That I was like, Nope. Ken, you come kill that. Thank, thank you. <laughs> interesting. So. That is very interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a uh, Resident Evil. Um, was it two or three? The one. Um, now I'm going to have to get a list of the games because I, I am. Now I'm wondering which one I played. Because um, I, I haven't played very many. I, I'm going to be completely. It was just. The one in Nemesis. It was Nemesis. Resident Evil Nemesis. Okay, that's four, I think. Three, four? I can't remember. Honestly, I lost track of them. Maybe three. No, I think it's three. It w- Two or three. It's not the first one. Google says three. Three, okay. All right. I knew it wasn't the first one. I didn't think it was the second one, but obviously I didn't really lock it down. Love the movies, by the way. Love the Resident Evil movies. Just I never really played the games that much, but I just love that universe. And I, I love what they did with the movies and TV show. Uh, the only other horror kind of based thing I've ever dealt with is doom. I've always loved doom. Now, originally it was just, you okay. know, 16 bit, 32 bit, whatever, whatever bit it was originally on PC, probably eight bit. all the bits, all the bits. Um, and when my son was born in 2005, they released 
the the reboot of the series doom and is all modern graphics and and you know hyper realistic super 3d stuff and loved every second of it right and i'm going in this bathroom and it's gory and it's gross and the lights are kind of flickering and in the first time in the game there's a mirror and sure enough there's my version of doom guy standing there like with his helmet off so it's the first time i've seen doom guy without his helmet off and i walk towards the mirror the lights go off and this whole, whole unholy vision of hell behind me opens up it scares <laughs> the bejesus out of me because it's like four in the morning as i'm watching my newborn son you know go to sleep or whatever and playing this game i, I think it beat a little i, I don't know <laughs> it's, it's 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 not normally something i do but i do love that doom series uh but Flip it wholeheartedly, 100% (laughs) to the light and bright side of life. You got Zelda Breath of the Wild, which we both loved. And I actually got you. You gave me some help on that before I even got started. But have you watched the Clubhouse or whatever they call it, the the Nintendo Direct that they did, where they showed gameplay and some of the new mechanisms of Tears of the uh, Kingdom? Oh, yeah. And they they released a trailer today for it as well. it it it's looking real good. I, I, I was I haven't seen the trailer, but the other stuff, the gameplay, it looks really good. I, I was I was wondering how much they would because I knew we all knew it was going to be a sequel. They announced it was going to be a sequel to Breath of the Wild a long time ago. So I was wondering how much it would feel like Breath of the Wild while still being new. And I got to tell you, the new mechanics definitely feel new. Um, they it, and they feel. They they are very interesting mechanics, and I am excited to see uh, what I can do with those mechanics because it brings in a lot, in my opinion, a lot more creativity. Being able to build stuff and combine stuff and things like that, and um, the new trailer sh- uh, showcases some of that as well. And so I, I am I'm pretty excited. Um, I will pr- I haven't pre ordered it yet, but I probably will pre order it. Um, I, I think it'll be fantastic. Now my hope though, and the trailer, I I'm, and maybe that's just my, my confirmation bias, but I think the trailer confirms one of my hopes is that we'll, we'll see more, um, dungeons, specifically dungeons where you get a specific quest item that you then use throughout. Like, I would love to see the hook shot come back for instance, mm-hmm. or, you know, some of those, those staples um, have, they had boomerangs in breath of the wild, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't the same, you know, it didn't stun people or anything like that. It was a, it was a weapon rather a than ginormous a ginormous weapon. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so I'd love to see some of these, these staple items come back um, and some new items, of course, too. Uh, and so we'll see. Uh, the gra- the graphics are basically identical to Breath of the Wild, um, and so I don't um, I I don't imagine it will have any um, issues running on the Switch, which has been an issue with uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, where they were a bit ambitious with the graphics and it it has performance issues. And so I don't think I don't think uh, that Tears of the Kingdom will have performance issues. Because the graphics, I, I'm pretty like the graphics look pretty much identical to Breath of the Wild. So I, the graphics engine, I imagine, is exactly the same, and the physics engine appears to be pretty much the same, probably with some slight modifications for the new abilities. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited for it. Um, yeah, man. 
and and they've had yeah well they've had six years to comb through um the the fan base's feedback and suggestions and so i'm hoping that they obviously they're not going to incorporate all of those suggestions that would just be that would be some gross amalgamation of of wretchedness but wretched horrible um but cherry picking the the really really good ideas from the fan base i think is is a an excellent way to incorporate new mechanics so because i think there's been some very constructive feedback from the the audience audience from the the player base yeah and so us one one thing though that I am disappointed about is how uh, litigious uh, Nintendo is. <laughs> so they're I don't know if only you, to Disney, I do believe. Right, um, but um, they they recently shot down a mod that someone had made for Breath of the Wild that made it a multiplayer game, and. I've I've only seen some screen captures of that, but it it sounds like a super interesting idea. But they they put out a cease and desist, so getting that particular mod sounds like next to nothing. But I would love to see them more embrace the modding community more over at Nintendo. In my opinion, I, I no, think they, that they, it would help. No, that was Disney, not Nintendo. Never mind. I, I thought there was a time when they, I could remember they did, but there is not. Uh, so I, I, I played Breath of the Wild a few times. My wife and I really, really love it. It's the only game that we've honestly fell in love with. And I mean, to the point that it just, it was, see, I think I've told this before, but it, it's just the perfect game for my relationship. She loves to hunt and get the get prepped, right? Get me ready for success. Get all the meals made and and the armor. You know, go go get the gold and, and farm things and and sell things so I can get the better armor. And then as soon as I get home, it she gets I eat my dinner and she's rushing me through eat my dinner. So I go in there because <laughs> she goes, oh, I found this boss and this guy and this guy and what's now she wants me to go and kill everything and um. She actually got to the point where she could kill some stuff herself, and she's very proud of herself. It was really cool. Uh, but it's a nice – I don't like the farm. I don't want to go have to get 100 carrots. I just want the 100-carat meal, right? So it worked out really well that I could go do the fighting and exploring, and she would do the the hunting and gathering, if you will. <laughs> and so I, we're, we're so excited for Tears of the Kingdom. It looks – I, I don't believe in jinxes, Joe. What? How? How could this be a bad game? What? What could happen? You cursed it. That. Stupid. <laughs> but how? Uh, I mean, I mean, the only thing that I could really see them completely botching it on is how they handle Ganondorf, because we had we had the the blight Ganon. But it wasn't, it wasn't really yeah. exactly. But they have already shown that we will have Ganondorf okay. in in this one. So depending on how they use him, that that I think will will be the only thing that they could really 
super screw up. I that or I mean, if there's huge bugs, of course, but not, Nintendo's usually pretty good about yeah, they're always hammering out bug bugs. Free. You're right. No, 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 no. They're not <laughs> bug free, but but they're they're they actually test. We'll just go with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to unlock a game mode where I can play as Zelda. Uh, so there are mods that do that. Actually, I know. I don't want. I mean, I don't. I agree. I, I I don't. I want. Or give me a side story, right? You don't have to play the old story, but yeah, how we Hyrule Warriors? Um, yeah, exactly. How we? Well, okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. Yes, I played that one. It was fun. It just didn't quite grab me. My wife and I both did the demo on that one, and it, it was fun for a while. Actually, we should probably try it again, see if we like it. Uh, we liked it enough, but it just wasn't the same grab. I think we were looking for that same grab, which is not fair to the game. But no, um, the actual four warriors where you go and unlock their powers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got to kind of watch their stories. The, the Link to the Past enhancement or whatever for the the gamecube i guess no i'm talking about in breath of the wild oh where you know you go i thought you were that. talking about uh the four swords that was a different Zelda no, no, game. no so okay you 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 remember in breath of the wild you go to the elephant big elephant machine you fight yeah, yeah, yeah. you fix it the divine beast the, yes yeah but each one of them like ruta was was run by the champions got yeah, it. the champions yep. thank you the champions I want to play through their stories as them and not just watch it. And I want a story from that could be Zelda fun. and play through it. A memory, something like that, where it's not the main game. It's not replaying the main game as Zelda, which I did do, the- actually, in the first, uh, whenever they first made that available. So do you have the DLC for? Yes, I do. Okay. Because one of the DLCs, yeah. you kind of sort of play like, through their you're experience. Right. You're still Link, but you kind of sort of play through it. Yeah, you're right. I, I was thinking there was that, but I thought, well, maybe I'm mistaken. But no, yeah, yeah. Um, and so we did all that. Uh, but give me give me some more of that. A lot more of that, actually. It's true. Um, all right. Uh, it's oh, true. Demon Slayer. Yeah, let us, uh, let us be, be other people. And those flashbacks, while they were cool, it would have been... A, a lot, a lot yeah. neater if you actually played through the flashbacks as I well. Agree. I so anyway, agree. Demon Slayer, yeah. So, so how how far are you now? Damn you, Joard! I like this show now. I knew you I would. Really like I, knew, so I knew it. Here's where I knew I really liked it. Okay, I, I mean, I've been saying I could kind of take it or leave it. It's whatever. I'm enjoying it. I do kind of want to see the next episode, but I'm not hungry for it. And then one morning, a few weeks ago, six, seven weeks ago, I don't remember. Um, I walked into the living room and my daughter, my uh, nine-year-old was watching it with her friend who had spent the night. And I was like, I was cool with my daughter. watching. I started getting excited and want to talk to her about it a little bit. They're like, mm, okay, does your daddy know that you're watching this show at my house? Because, you know, I don't know them that well. I don't want all that trouble. <laughs> and so she says, fine, whatever. And and Zoe, I asked her later why she was watching it, uh, what grabbed it, grabbed, what made her zone in on it. And apparently her friend had had a, um, what's her name? Naruto? Naruto. Nezuko. <laughs> Naruto. <laughs> uh, but Nezuko. Had a Nezuko poster on her wall. And when uh, Zoe saw it in the, you know, I'll mart on Netflix. I guess is where I'm watching it. Uh, she saw that. So, oh, that's that. So they started watching it and my daughter really enjoyed it. 
And her and her friend watched like she thought a bunch of episodes. They watched one and a half episodes. That's it. <laughs> I kept asking, "Well, where are you at? Well, have you met this guy yet?" Well, she knew I was talking about like the boarhead guy. I don't remember his name. But, like, have you met the boarhead guy? Well, because they watch. I don't care. They watch <laughs> the whole opening and don't do that. By the way, Joe, don't watch the opening credits because. They they spoil stuff in the in the show. The characters it, it, it that are does, out. but that song is it, so good. Meeting Michael Jackson for the first time and not seeing it coming was even <laughs> I better. Love how you call him Michael Jackson yeah, now too. Yeah, you taught me that. You taught me that, Daddy. You taught me that. Um, <laughs> so, oh, Daddy. Uh, but so I said, okay, catch up, catch up to me, and we'll watch it. And. We started watching it together. We're, we were going to make time to watch it together. So we did that sometime this week. Uh, she and I came home, watched about three hours. So caught her, got her through five or six episodes. And then I was like, okay, cool. The Demon Fights are my favorites and this and that. I got her basically through the um, selection, right? Through okay, selection. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. So I said, yeah, keep watching on your tablet, whatever. I'm going to do my games now. And I'm at episode 21. Well, as she, I said, what episode? Are, she wouldn't even tell me. She's, I, I come into the house. She was, dad, I, I'm on episode 10. I'm on episode 10. It's like, oh, what did you see? Oh, they, they were in the, the house. Like, oh, the drum house. Isn't that so cool? And we started talking about how cool it was. <laughs> and then uh, we've talked about every demon battle up through the, the spider family. And so now, damn you, Joe. Now, I, so I really enjoyed watching it back with her. And so now we're going to make our time to watch that together. But on Netflix, for as far as I can tell, there's 20, there's almost 30 episodes in the first season, series, whatever. But then the next one only has like six. Yeah. So the next one, they actually made it a movie first, and then they went back and made it a, a mini season with a lot of extended scenes and things like that. But it was okay. a movie first, and when it came out, I don't think I think the it's been broken again. I could be wrong, but it it was for a time one of the hot, and it, I mean it's still one of the highest, but one of the 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 best performing as far as monetarily goes anime movies in the theaters. Wow, you know, and I know I wish we kind of caught. I do honestly wish I'd kind of caught it earlier. And been ready for the movie in the theaters because we would have gone to see it. I mean, my daughter and I both agreed that we're not going to go see it in the theater because we want to get there in the series. Yeah. Yeah. So the next arc next season has seven episodes, which, again, the movie tells basically the same story. But the obviously the seasons have a lot more time to tell it. Um, and then. You'll, if you want to continue watching, you'll have to switch from Netflix over to Hulu, I believe. Okay. Um, I'd have to double check. It might be in other places as well. Um, but, yeah. Um, I know that the next arc uh, yeah, is on... It is definitely on Hulu. It might be elsewhere as well, but it's definitely on Hulu. Okay. So, it's... so. You're on the Mugen train arc will be the next one. And then the one after that is the um, entertainment district arc. Okay. So well, I'll be, it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. And, and then there's the new season, which is the swordsmith village arc. That's what it's called. And it's only, I think only the first 
what the first episode first two episodes i think it's only the first episode is out so far and then i've been sending you some tiktoks of ones and there's one you hadn't heard of but it looked interesting uh where the guy oh, the yeah, ro- full, is a robot. full metal panic is that what oh. a full full not full metal panic something panic though. full metal jacket full no. metal pan- no <laughs> the one no, uh, full metal pan. I don't, I don't know. Two what, things to have a Texas boy. The ro- the robot I one. I, I don't think you here. sent me one about that. Well, full he's metal- an android, so she can't smack him. He's like, because he he went to fight the guy and the big oh, yeah, black yeah. guy couldn't punch him and he shoots him. He's like, you can't use a gun. That got one. it. Yeah, no, that was full metal panic. Yeah, I've never so actually, actually called full seen metal it. Pack panic. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I've never actually seen it. Uh, I've I've heard of it, but that's. Actually, the clip you sent me was the first clip I've actually seen from it. And it that's was, the first one funny. I've ever seen. Yeah, I want to see it. You know, <laughs> I thought we were look that up. So, Smack. Um, here I am, man, diving into a new world. What do you know? Oh, man. Yeah, no, I've been watching uh, The Rookie a lot lately. I'm on the... What season? I'm on the newest season. Okay. I'm not fully caught up. You're past but- me, then. Yeah, so I was on um, the last season. I cancel uh, Hulu off and on. Um, I, I, yeah, the only the only reason it. I have Hulu is because of uh, my mobile carrier. That's right. I don't I don't use it often. Like I really have to like something in order to put up with um, commercials. And yeah, so I'm I'm really liking the rookie. Okay. I've also started. Um, for a long time, I was burnt out on the CW DC superhero yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I decided to give Superman and Lois a try. Okay, I heard good things about that one. Although, oh my God, the world fell in love with this one scene recently of him going in and slamming some dude's head on a counter because he threatened <laughs> his wife. He threatened Lois or something. I think I saw a TikTok of that. Actually, exactly. I, think- I saw like 50 TikToks of that. I. If uh that no yeah that's the scene I saw and I said hey why don't I give this a try and so uh, I've been liking it so far I'm 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 still in the first season I'm towards the end of the first season but I'm I am liking it so far so okay that um I mean I'm not opposed to it or for the mind uh, Jamie who probably will end up listening to this show once uh, we put it out live and I tell him about it um. Actually, I know he will. So, but uh, yeah, he he's been telling me I should watch Lois and Clark. I just haven't. Yeah. Yet. Well, and it. So I used to watch Supergirl, and I stopped yeah, watching yeah. Supergirl because I just got so annoyed at at them. Instead of just showing Supergirl being awesome, they had to make it yes like, over the top female like problem, <laughs> not female fe- problems like 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 instead of just anything, but just. Over yeah. feminine, like everything was because she was a girl and not because she's awesome. Yeah, exactly. And that, I mean that didn't come out right. I'm no, all, I, 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 I know, know what you mean. Though. I know it, you know, but yeah, you know, I, I, I could just feel the, I like the female force going. We're gonna blow your Alderaan up. You better shut. Well, the, you know. well, let's compare it to one that I think has a has an amazing female lead, Buffy. Okay, Buffy was just awesome. It it had it did it had drama it had other things but Buffy the character herself she was just amazing she was strong and it didn't have to say I'm a girl well in that universe all Slayers are girls period it just is and it was it, 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 it they it was just normal 
you know, and it wasn't, it wasn't rah, rah, female empowerment, woohoo, sorority club type thing. Whereas that's what it felt like from Supergirl. It, it, it felt like, look at me. I'm better than Superman type. No, you don't need to be even comparing yourself to Superman. Yes. You have the same powers and similar origin. Just be yourself. Do your own thing. And when they did the crossovers, they did that more. Like she was more. Yes. Uh, and and even the guys were like, well, look how awesome she is, you know. And and honestly, I felt like when almost playing boy versus girl here, but I felt like when the crossovers been come over with the boys, she was stronger, and they were all basically acknowledging her strength and awesomeness and not her prettiness where felt like prettiness was a little bit thrown in her face in Supergirl, that the superficial, if you will. Yeah. And it kind of well, like, and, and I don't know. I, I think she was a great actress. I thought they had a great character. But it, it just, and the relationship drama was yeah. just too yeah. much, but that is Way the CW. we're much. not that target audience. Well, you're, you're not right. wrong, but then Superman and Lois, it has, it has relationship drama as well to a certain extent, but it's not, it's more realistic in my opinion. It's more, it's, it's just there. It's not over the top thrown in your face. It's just there. And it's more realistic. If that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas with Supergirl, it, it always felt thrown in your face. The relationship drama. I kind of so, felt that was a lot of the CW stuff. Uh, yes. And I don't, I don't care for shows where they make the drama the main focus, and that's how it felt with Supergirl. Yeah. Whereas with Superman, the drama is just there; it's not yeah. like in your face. Because okay. um, you said you haven't seen it, but you no. mentioned um, the guy threatening his his wife and son. It's so he's got. It starts off, hey. They had twins. They've got two kids. They're teenagers. This is a new dynamic for Superman. And so I like how it is in all of the other shows, you haven't really seen Superman as a father. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And so I like seeing them explore that aspect of Superman, how he juggles being Superman, his job, well, sort of, and his and his family life being able to try to find some kind of a balance while shouldering responsibility for the world, basically. And so it, it's good. I like it. Yeah. It's on, um, HBO max is where I'm watching it. Okay. I have that. So Um, I'll I'll think about it. It makes me, (laughs) it makes me want to go watch, uh, a show from the the nineties with Shaq in it. But uh that's probably already too much spoiler. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Okay. All right. Uh I don't remember that show. Kazam. No. That was the show's a movie. Um on the CW, I actually went back here recently. I just started watching the Winchesters because I love Jensen Ackles and I love the supernatural universe. So and yeah. the first episode should, was not I bad. I should finish that at some point. <sighs> yeah, Joe. I haven't finished Supernatural. Joe. I'm on like I'm on like season eleven. Okay, your goal to be fair, I've made it far. Your goal is to have it done by the launch live launch of this show in a couple <laughs> weeks. Uh let me let me check how far I am in okay. 
supernatural because now I, i'm curious you know what is uh the, we can probably i don't know how we do it but we could probably do kind of a watch party uh okay. some one tuesday night of, of of an episode together so i am on season 11 out of 15 so you know i'm only 100 episodes behind only 100 <laughs> oh uh, man you'll get it okay roll that dice Hey, Dice Dice. Daddy. Uh, Three. So the Deer underscore, which I haven't actually looked at yet. Well, I got it. I'm going to read it to you. This is from the category of malicious compliance. (laughs) So Deer (laughs) underscore. Got it rolling up right here. Actually, I already had it opened, but now it's not open. Okay. Fix my issue, but don't talk to me about it. Okay, now Joe, this I feel like this is going to trigger some things in you. Uh, I think it's very uh, adjacent. It it's adjacent to your job. Oh. Maybe it's exactly like your job. So I just want your your my whole goal with malicious compliance in you is to see how you would really realize: is this good? Is this bad? Would you do it? Oh my God! Never happening. Okay, here we go. For context, I work in IT. I don't deal with generic computer problems. I'm an expert in complicated program at work. Almost every department in my work uses this program. When bugs and or issues are found, I do my best to fix it myself. If I can't fix it, then I forward the issue to our vendor who manages the program for us. Is this starting to to ring a bell for you a little bit? Okay. Uh uh Taking new versions of this program is a big deal. We don't just take it. We install the new version in a non-production environment, and every department must test it and sign off on it. The process can take one to two months to complete. Now, enter our Karen of the story. <laughs> Note that dealing with her has always been an issue. She always gives me crap for bugging her when I have questions. I thought it was personal, but I asked other people in IT about her, and they confirmed that she is always a pain in the ass to deal with. We were one day away from making an upgrade. I saw your face, Joey. It's starting to get you. I got you. All right. <laughs> this is getting me where I want to be. I'm so happy. We are one day away from taking an upgrade. This upgrade was important as it had new features that were needed for new clients, plus several extremely needed bug fixes. This is after we went through testing and got sign off from every department to make this a new version. All right, you ready, Joe? Uh huh. Uh huh. Of course, Karen opens up a help desk ticket on the new version. It's a big enough issue to cancel the upgrade. Submitted literally, literally in the final hour. (laughs) We gotta do video on these. I found my happy spot. Needless to say, even the higher ups were pissed. And I got a huge, I got huge pressure to submit this to our vendor ASAP. The help desk ticket stated the issue. And at the bottom of the ticket was this sentence. You may not contact me about this issue. There will be no IMing me, calling me, emailing me, or standing next to my desk. I just see your blood pressure going up. So I reviewed the ticket. And can you guess what the issue was? User error. (laughs) Cue malicious compliance. So here's where your blood pressure gets to come out and all that. 
Tai Chi rage, your, 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 whatever, you know, here we go. Since I couldn't talk to her about it, I went straight to the higher ups. The same people pressuring me to submit the, or I, I think they meant correct issue. I told them the problem and I wasn't allowed to contact her about it. They said they would take care of it. About an hour later, Carrie comes sheepishly to my desk. This was the nicest I have ever seen her. I am. I point out the issue to her, and she said she would review it. Five minutes later, I got an I am from her saying to close the ticket. The upgrade then proceeded as planned. Happy ever after, right, Joe? Uh, this happened several years ago. I wish I could say she got fired for this little stunt, but that she that didn't happen. However, I got the next best thing. She was no longer in charge of testing. In fact, I haven't got a single help desk ticket from her since. So what do you think of this story? Joe? Was it a roller coaster ride? It definitely was, especially because about a third of the tickets that we get for the stuff I support is user error. Oh, yeah. And it, man. There will be no contacting me about it no iming me no emailing me no standing over my desk <laughs> i'm like okay what if your ticket like my first thought is what if your ticket doesn't contain enough information to me for me to even figure out what right? the issue was right that's how like, you normally would contact people if you are the literally the only person with this issue then I need to find out what steps you're taking because it could be a one-off weird issue. Like for instance, at my work, for whatever reason, if you go to our application in a roundabout way, sometimes it triggers a, an issue where um, some of the page doesn't load properly. Okay. And I don't know why that is. Why? Is Cause that? I mean, it's just, I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> I know. Why. Um, and so it's just like, what steps did you take that are different from other people that you're getting this unique issue? Cause it, sometimes there actually is an issue. Uh, and we actually had one, um, about three months ago where there was an issue. Um, and the, but the only one person was reporting it. And so we looked into it and sure enough, it was an actual issue, but we needed her to walk us through what she was doing okay. and to figure out the steps she was doing. And we, we actually diagnosed the issue, opened up a ticket and um, got it resolved in the next patch for the application that we support. Now th that particular application is a third party application. So we, we don't have control over the, the code base on that one. Okay. Um, but she was very patient with us and help helped walk us through what she was doing so that we could figure out this. It was, it was super weird behavior to be completely honest. Um, but we were able to, um, replicate it consistently. And that, that is a key to fixing any bug with software is being able to replicate it consistently. Cause if you can't replicate it consistently. It is a million times harder to, to fix. But if you can replicate it consistently, it becomes way easier to fix. Okay. Just in general, regardless of, of, of what the back end is, it's you're a lot. It, the chances of it getting fixed skyrocket if you can if you can replicate the issue consistently. 
You sound like you know what you're talking about, Joe. How's that <laughs> job hunt going? Whoa. I'm still still on the hunt. Uh, one of the ones that I had interviewed with uh, came back yesterday and said that they were pursuing other candidates. I, oh. I wasn't surprised though because I could I could tell just based on their body language right from the get go that oh, this is not the hopeful me. spot. No, 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 no. I'm still hopeful for the other one. I have not gotten an email about that about that one saying that they're pursuing other people. Last I heard, they were moving it on to the next step. But the um, the recruiter was on vacation for a week, so they're right, they're dealing right, with with yeah. a, a backlog of of people to to go through the paperwork for. Um, hey, and I'm still applying some of your time to help them with that, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I wish I had time. In my current position, this week is like de- death week. We we two for some of the applications that we support, we do two releases a year on it, two big releases, and this weekend is one of those. And so, uh, yeah, it's like I, I'm working all weekend this week, so that'll be so fun, such fun. And especially because I can guarantee that my current manager is not going to sign in this entire week, this entire weekend How's to check. Going? It's so the ironic part is we, so under him, there are, it's technically one team. It used to be two separate teams that they, the previous manager molded us into one team, but it was two teams and we supported two, pro, uh, two products that come from the, the, another company basically um they they are connected to us but um our the names of our team are literally those two products okay and he doesn't care about those products at all even though if we stop supporting those products our company will get hit with so many fines that we will stop. So I work at Blue Cross Blue Shield. We will stop being a Blue Cross plan if we if we stop supporting these applications. Like literally, they will they will say you you're no you're no longer a Blue Cross plan. You can still be an in insurance, but you're not Blue Cross. Period. And so, yeah, there have been other companies that have other Blue Cross plans that have stopped being in compliance with certain things, not necessarily this specific program, but stop being in compliance. And first they get fines from the blue cross association. And then if they don't address the issue, they cease to be blue cross plans period. And that's happened in the past. I gotcha. Wow. So, but he doesn't care about that. He's all about moving our stuff to the cloud, even though we, we really won't be doing even even if he wants to. That's not what we're plan. What we're gonna be doing. <laughs> um. So man, you you live in interesting times, dude. Yeah. Um, but I so, believe that we could talk more about that in the personal story time, right? Right. You know that that's <laughs> great transition there, sir. Well done. Oh, um, boy. So. A couple weeks ago, when I was at uh, my EMS conference, <laughs> you know, I I've, this, uh, I, I, I've yeah. heard parts of this story, but I know that there's more now that I yeah. haven't heard. So basically, 
I've been, yeah, I, I, you knew me when I took over this job as, as a first a director for this ambulance company, but then the COO for it. And, and we've been growing and doing all kinds of stuff. And, and early on, I found these two great employees uh, that had been with the company for a while and, and grew them up into managers and me, myself and the owner, we've done a bunch of stuff for them. And there was, there was definitely some growing pains and some issues, but we found out at this conference after all this trust and time that they had gone to one of our competitors that we were trying to build a relationship with that they didn't know about and go to them and applied for a job. Now they both say that it was uh, for a part-time job because there was some butting of heads about getting raises. And uh, the reality of the situation was the way Brian and I found out about it was really, really bad. And overall, though, overall, it's been a situation of growth, right? Growing pains. And we were restructuring a little bit. Uh, but at first, I'll be honest, Joe, uh, anybody who's watched Yellowstone, I was, out, I was ready to take them to the train station. I mean, I was done. I, I literally uh, told Brian, um, you want them gone now? Let me know. You say the word. It's done. And mm -hmm. I had to process the 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 emotions of it but i was i was very betrayed by that um however being in a new situation i've never been in before um the owner and i got on the same page we we pushed them into a little bit of a corner just to see what they would do um and they both showed different strengths and weaknesses but they both basically re realigned with the vision and and we cleared some air it was almost i, I equated to like an explosion it was almost like one of those silos when it explodes it's really the grain dust that is combustible and it clears very quickly and it goes from very cloudy to being clear and i kind of felt like that's what this was we got a much clearer path to profitability and stability put people in the right places to their strengths and it was weird, man, because I, I would have. I it, it, Had he said go, I would have fired him on the spot and just we would have started over. Um, but I'm glad oh, overall man. that. That that would have been happen. some growing pains, though. I mean, it's not something that, that I've already been through. I've done this by myself before. That's how I found them and brought them up, you know. But I'm very much glad that they worked with this and realigned and, and, and realized strengths and weaknesses and because uh, I think it's going to be a very, very cool thing going forward. And that was where I was going to bring up how's your guy, but then you, I mean, you did the, you did it for me, man. We didn't even plan that, Joe. But, yeah, <laughs> it just worked out. That, that transition oh, was man. right there. Um, yeah. So, whew, last week I had a quote-unquote one-on-one with him, but due to – his unprofessionalism in recent one-on-ones, um, my team lead suggested and ran it up the chain to our director that he join in the one-on-ones just as a, a, a background participant type thing. Okay. Just to supervise as it were a third party. So he joined, um, and, and there were times when our manager said, Hey, what do you think about this to, to my team lead? Um, but during that, oh man, so it wasn't unprofessionalism this time per se, but he, who, so <laughs> wow, man, this he, like we're getting a divorce. Yeah, he, uh, he has this 
habit of wanting to look at, at the code that we write, which is, is fine. You know, it is what it is. It's kind of weird that a manager wants to do code reviews. You know, that's above him. But uh, anyway, so he wanted to look at the code that I had recently done, and he didn't realize it, but it was actually scheduled for deployment in production that evening. <laughs> no, we just did this in malicious compliance. Okay. So <laughs> it, it was scheduled for deployment that evening. The, the, the code was frozen. So we're looking through it. And let me preface, I'm, I'm like 90% sure he, he doesn't have like any experience with Java. And that's what I, I program in is Java. Um, but so his main focus as we were going through it and now, and I could be wrong, but he might have some experience with Java, but I don't think that's his primary experience if it is. But anyway, his main focus while we we're doing the code reviews was some database calls. And he looked at one of them and he's like, Oh, well, that could be more efficient. And he wasn't wrong. It could technically be a little bit more efficient, not in any like measurable way to a human, but to a computer, sure, it could be a few nanoseconds faster. Okay. And um, and so he looked at it, and I was like, and and I told him that I was like, "You're right. It could be more efficient, but at the same time, you're talking nanoseconds of efficiency, because uh, you know this is this 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 part's going to go a little bit over people, but it was referencing an indexed field in the database, and so an indexed field it can look through that faster on the back end. And I technically only needed it to find one instance of my search criteria to move on with the program, but I wasn't limiting it to, Hey, find the first one and then stop executing the query. And so he said, well, you should be limiting that to one. I'm like, sure. But the most it will ever find is a handful period ever. Okay. And so, yes, nanoseconds of of efficiency. And he literally told me that if we can make it even one nanosecond faster, we need to. And all right, Jeeves Stobbs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so I was like, sure. If you would like to uh, to us to open up a new user story to fix this, that's fine. It's like, no, no, it needs to be fixed right now. I'm like, wow. And and so he he doesn't let people talk. So he goes off on this whole ten minute tangent about how we need to be fixing it asap. Da 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 da. da. And uh, both me and my my team lead who's there tried several times to interrupt him to tell him that the code was frozen and moving in tonight. And he just, he wouldn't let us talk. Wow. Like we started to talk and he just continued to talk over us because that's just the type of person he is. If he's talking, no one else is allowed to talk pretty much. Um, and so he goes off on this huge tangent. Well, tangents, not quite through on, on this huge, huge rant. And then we finally, finally get it. Uh, he breathes for a second <laughs> and okay. we can say, and my, my team lead says, this code is frozen. It's moving in tonight. And he's like, oh. And then he goes off on how this should have been, this inefficiency should have been caught during the code review because we do, we do peer reviews of the code. Sure. But ultimately, the peer reviews are 
are meant for, are you putting in code that really ought not to be there? Um, like, you know, we, this was, this was before I started here, but there was a, a guy who put in a bit of code wrong. Okay. And he accidentally multiplied all of our payments going out the door by 10. Oh, I think you might've mentioned that at some point. And before they caught it and stopped it, 12 million extra dollars had gone out the door. And so we had to chase down that money afterwards and, and whatnot. But, and so that ultimately is what our, our code reviews are supposed to be for. They haven't been efficiency code reviews. Sometimes people will make suggestions. Okay. Hey, you should have actually coded this like this or things like that. But in general, that's not what it's been, but he, he now wants it to be that. So now our code reviews, instead of taking, you know, an hour or so basically are going to take days possibly if it's a big change. Wow. Okay. And so, um, he just, hmm, I'm going to need you to say this so he can give me my TPS uh, reports. Okay. Mm. And, and so it's just, and so I, I mentioned this to the rest of, of the team in one of our team meetings where he wasn't actually present. And basically everyone's like, that's dumb. So dumb. If it, if it works and it's not like just stupid inefficient, what does it really matter? Like, so this, this process is nearly instantaneous for the end user. Is your when boss they, on spectrum by chance? I don't know. I, to be honest, I think it's a cultural difference. He's not originally from the United States. Oh, you had said something about that. So, um, and it, it shows sometimes in the, the language that he uses. um, and the language versus the language we use, there's a lot of uh, communication um, mess ups uh, or misunderstandings between the rest of the team and him because okay. of of the colloquial differences. Um, so or going back to yeah. though, so that's the fallout from you should have caught it in the review is what he was saying. Well, yeah, is now now we have to go line by line and tell them any inefficiencies that we spot because even if it could be a nanosecond faster, we need to make it a nanosecond faster, according to him. So, fun times. <laughs> fun times. Well, you know, it is because of people like your boss that we both are in love with Sandra Bullock. Yeah, daddy! <laughs>